This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Well, for every Israeli or American hostage executed uh, by Hamas, we should uh, take down an Iranian oil refinery. The only way you're going to keep this war from escalating is to hold Iran accountable. How much more death and destruction do we have to take from the Iranian regime? I am confident this was planned and funded by the Iranians. Hamas is a bunch of animals uh, who deserve to be treated like animals. So if I was Israel, I would go in on the ground. There is no truce to be had here. I would dismantle Hamas. This is the best opportunity Israel has to destroy Hamas. Take it to the Iranians. If you harm one American in Syria by using your Iranian militia against us in Syria, if you escalate the war by urging Hezbollah to attack Israel in the north, if Hamas kills one American and Israeli hostage, we're going to blow up your oil refineries and put you out of business. It is now time to take the war to the Ayatollah's backyard. That would include a full-scale effort to rescue American hostages, complete support for our ally Israel, new measures to confront Iran, and what we've been calling on this show, this new axis of evil and a commitment to secure our open borders and condemnation of all the anti-Semitism within the U.S. Uh, 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 Congressman, I got to ask you, you know, how do we rescue these Americans held hostage? What price will be paid for the killing of Americans here and the killing of the Israelis here? Uh, what will we do to provide support for our, our best ally in the region? Uh, and what confrontation are they willing to engage in in terms of Iran? Because it seems all they want to do is give them billions of dollars. You're 100 percent right. The first thing you have to do is go back to what we had in the last administration. We no longer pay for Americans for the ransom to bring them home. We simply tell them if they harm them, we will kill you. We should make sure there are 11 Americans dead now and he's having a barbecue. We've got hostages sitting there. But the other thing we need to do, yes, we should freeze that six billion. But the part that you don't quite understand is the 60 billion he's allowed when Biden came into office. Iran was only producing 400,000 barrels of oil today. Now they're producing 3 million. There are sanctions against that, but he does not enforce it. Enforce those. You know what is the foreign currency reserves are for Iran? When Biden took office, it was only 4 billion. It's now up to 70. He's made Iran wealthy. He's made him more secure and able to fund more terrorism. For them to look at anybody in the face to say that Iran was not involved in this, that's like saying our border is secure. Nobody believes them. We should make sure and pass right now make sure they have enough missiles for the Iron Dome. Because what's happening here is they're trying to overwhelm. I've been to these locations many times. I've been- Yeah. The war toxins, the war toxins are, are out. 
banging on the drums. We're going to get to the Israeli, I think, ambassador in a second. Um, that that plays up on Hannity and Murdoch and, and all this crowd. It is the um, today is a special day. It's Tuesday, the tenth of October, in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. It's the thirty-eighth birthday of senior airman Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt, who was an Iraq and Afghanistan war vet from 2004, I think from 2004 to 2008, she served in and out of the region in Iraq and Afghanistan in service to her country. And what, how did, what, what was the ultimate demise of senior airman Ashley Babbitt? She was gunned down in cold blood in our nation's capital, and uh, no one has been brought to justice about that. Right now, what you're seeing is a is an absolute firestorm <laughs> that we saw before. Didn't we see this in Iraq and Afghanistan? 20 years. And it, it, far be it from me to say something doesn't has to be done. They're all up there now talking about access of China, the Chinese Communist Party, the mullahs in Tehran, KGB in Russia. Uh, if you go look at the movie The Brink that was filmed in 2017 and 2018, a young left-wing progressive uh, director followed me around uh, the, the country, the United States of America, particularly Europe, where I was talking about this exact thing and exactly what was going to happen. So the war room in the war room posse are certainly not isolationists because now you're being blamed. Oh, you're isolationist. You're isolationist. You're just, you're back to Lindbergh's America first. Uh, this is terrible. You're the worst people in the world, except there's uh, one slight change. They need your support to do anything. Always remember always and everywhere. You have all the leverage in this situation. It's your sons and daughters that go die on foreign battlefields. It's your taxes that pay for this. It's your pension funds that pay for this. And they need your votes. 202-225-3121. That is the House. And what they're trying to do is do all kind of secret backroom deals, get behind it because, oh, yes, we absolutely have to have a speaker like this afternoon uh, because uh, because uh, we have to send aid to Israel. Well, first off, there's plenty of money right now in various pockets that anything the Israelis would need, Biden, who has basically strengthened their enemies uh, th throughout the last three years of his illegitimate regime, has caused. And remember, it's Jake Sullivan, his national security advisor, that just last week said this was the quietest uh, and the most peaceful the region had ever been in the last, what, 20 or 30 years. We are not, we are primarily focused. Number one, here's the border that matters. The border that matters is on the southern part of the United States of America, from the Rio Grande Valley all the way to San Diego, California. We've been invaded by this same regime that exposed Israel. We've been, we've been invaded and, and, and by the way, with the support of all the progressive left, supported everything Biden did. So now the deplorables, once again, the deplorables are supposed to jump in here and bail everybody out. No, 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 no. We're going to take our time and think this thing through. There's a lot of moving pieces here. 
And people need straight answers. We need to know exactly what the situation is. And all they're doing is banging the drum, hostages, 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 hostages. Well, because I know Hannity and all those guys talking never served. You know, the last time we had a huge hostage situation, young Lieutenant J.G. Bannon was on a carrier strike force on a destroyer in a carrier battle group in the North Arabian Sea at Gonzo and Camel Station and in the Persian Gulf back in, what, 1979. My kid brother, Navy pilot, was in the, uh, was in the raid on, uh, on Gaddafi when his, his uh, units from the Pacific Fleet had been detached over into the Med. I've got a first. I got a nephew, first class petty officer. I think did four or five deployments, either with amphibs or in carrier battle groups in the Persian Gulf and North Arabian Sea. Mo deployed out of West Point, deployed with the hundred first. I think in ten or eleven to Iraq. Ashley Babbitt, whose thirty eighth birthday is today. Are they remembering Ashley Babbitt? They remember any of the uh, any of the Iraq or Afghan veterans. Anybody that's uh, the 50,000 horribly wounded, the PTSD, is any of that remembered? They all got to come back to you because now just got to have hostage rescue, have to have hostage rescue, have to have hostage rescue. One of the first things that has to be answered here is how did this happen? There's a report in the Times of Israel, and the Times of Israel is the New York Times, is the paper of record for the nation of Israel. A highly respected paper. Now, it's quite progressive, but a highly respected paper. They have a blockbuster story about Egyptian intelligence. Because remember, it's just not the Mossad. It's just not the IDF intelligence, which arguably is the best in the world. The Israeli defense forces like our DIA, it's separate from Mossad. You have the CIA, you have NSA. NSA, with the satellites, knows they can read license plates off everything. You have uh, they they then cooperate with the Saudis, UAE, and particularly the Egyptians. Back from when Sadat gave his life in signing the peace accords back in the seventies, the Egyptian Egyptian intelligence says they 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 gave this information because this wasn't a secret. It's impossible to be a secret. Let's go back to Lindsey Graham, who wants to go bomb everywhere, you know, immediately and suck us into a major land war again. Have the lessons of Iraq and Afghanistan been lost on anybody? They all talk about the, oh, Biden and the retreat. Yes, the, ret- the retreat was horrible. And he actually had Milley on the other day, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, saying it was a strategic defeat for the United States, strategic failure. But it's just not the retreat. We spent 20 years there. We have, what, six, seven, eight thousand kids, young men and women died there of which they would tell you are, are, are every bit as brave as the greatest generation. I, I was um, honored to be the producer of a film that Michael Pack directed called The Last 600 Meters. It was a film he made. He got money to make anything he wanted. He was going to do about high-tech and war. And he realized when he doing this that in, in studying it that the war in Iraq and Afghanistan had actually become like old-fashioned. It was The Last 600 Meters of, of, of what a weapon shoots. That's what it really was. And he did really a, um, the story of Fallujah. Najaf in Fallujah. 
and, and Michael Pack took this. We took it around to uh, Marines and to, and to veterans groups and, and to market the film and to get people enthusiastic about it because it was a first-person account of these particularly Marine and Army um, squads, rifle squads, essentially going door-to-door in Fallujah. And I remember it. Michael had played it out on the West Coast to a group of force recon, Marine force recon veterans of Peleliu and Tarawa, the bravest of the brave of the greatest generation, force recon Marines, the first ones in. And I remember Michael told me at the end of the at the end of the um, at the end of the screening of the film, one of the veterans came up and said. I can't believe the courage and valor of those kids. And the response is, well, hold it. You're the greatest generation, and you were at Tarawa and Peleliu and these, these horrible uh, marine landings, you know, the, the landings on those beaches. And he goes, no, you don't understand. He says, we were 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. We were trained. You hit the beach, and you clear-cut everything in front of you. You never give up an inch. You never look back. You just keep moving forward. And everything in front of you is dead or going to be dead. He says, so it's quite simple. And you never really think about it. He said, look at these kids. They have to go to a city like Fallujah with, I think, was it 200,000 people were still there. They evacuated the city. I think there were 50,000 of all Chechnyans, all the bad guys. They said they had to go down and kick every door. They had to do the house clearing. He goes, cycle, and then worry about shooting women and children. Because you could be court-martialed and sent to Leavenworth. He goes, psychologically, we couldn't have done that. We, we were not trained to do that. He goes, that's a whole nother order. Don't forget the honored dead. Let's, let's the honored dead over at Section 60 at Arlington. Let them have a voice in this. What do we owe them? This, this, the, the drum beats of, 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 of the, the march to war, we have to think this through. We have to think this through, and we're not going to jump into this. The key, the key part right now, we have an invasion of six to seven to eight million minimum illegal aliens in this country, invited in by the same regime that's weakening us throughout the world, and shipped billions of dollars, wanted to ship another $80 billion or $100 billion to, to Ukraine, to a money laundering operation over there. Are you kidding me? We're not going to do this. MAGA is not going to do this. We're going to think this through. Because they're coming back to you to pay for it. This audience will pay the butcher's bill. And so, unlike previous times, you're going to have a say-so in these decisions. Short break. We're going to go to the border next. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing 
that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Had counseled President Biden to keep 2,500 troops in and around Kabul. Instead, Mr. Biden ordered a complete withdrawal to end America's longest war after 20 years. The disaster that followed will be part of both of their legacies. I go through uh, the entire uh, withdrawal from uh, Afghanistan, uh, chapter and verse, all the time. That was a a strategic failure for the United States. Uh, The enemy occupied the capital city of the country that you were supporting. So to me, uh, that hurts. It hurts a big way. But no matter what pain I feel or anyone else feels, uh, nothing comes even close to the pain of those that were killed. To those who served in Afghanistan for two decades and lost family members and friends and wonder, was it worth it? Well, that's always the question, right? So 2,461 killed in action by the enemy in Afghanistan over 20 years. Was it worth it? Look, I can't answer that for other people. This is a tough business that we're in, this military business. It's unforgiving. The crucible of combat's unforgiving. Uh, people die. They lose their arms. They lose their legs. It's an incredibly difficult uh, life. But is it worth it? Look around you. Uh, ask yourself the question. Uh, for me, I've answered it many times over, and that's why I stay in uniform, and that's why I maintain my oath. That's not some grundoon. That's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff asking a, dr- a direct question that every parent would like to know. I can tell you, when Mo deployed, you want to feel helplessness? You think she's some big shot? You want to feel totally helpless? That it's all just in God's hands? Have your kids deploy over there. Have you kids deploy with? They, they call the Hamas people savages and, and animals. That's correct. And I want everybody to watch the footage. You can't comprehend what's going on here if you don't watch the footage. You have to watch the footage. Jack Posobiec's got it up. We've put some up. You can't show most of it on streaming because it's too brutal. But watch the footage. But Hamas and the people we fought in Fallujah, they were animals long before Saturday morning. Right? They were long before Saturday morning. The Egyptians told you this was coming. The logistics, the planning, the training, the coordination, the financing of a military operation on air, sea, and land over a vast part of Israel, though it's not a huge country, all the way from around Tel Aviv, all the way to the, the, um, the Egyptian border was clearly coordinated at the highest levels with the Persians, no doubt. There's also no doubt that nobody didn't know this. Just zero. Zero. Same thing I told you about Ukraine on the very first day of the war. Stand by, you got to get... The American people, and what Lindsey Graham and Nikki Haley have Ron DeSantis, what they're all running, and McCarthy comes out of the list of five things that have to happen immediately. He wants to be speaker and have to happen immediately. Securing the southern border was four on the list of five. We have a national security emergency in the United States of America right now, and I'm going to be like a fire bell in the night. You see those young girls raped and murdered in the, in, in the, in the ravers, shot 
in the head at cold blood and then going into the houses, burning out the houses, taking the little kids, taking the grandmothers, shooting the, the couple that had to put the twins into, into, the, into the safe space. And then they got murdered and tortured. All that's coming to the United States of America. It's all coming. It's all here. Why? We've let in millions. Think about that for a second. We've let in millions. Our government has paid for this. Millions. Axios today has some big story. Oh, there's 50,000 uh, illegal or migrants. There's 50,000 migrants that, that have been shipped up from Abbott. Screw you, dude. The federal government has put these people all over the nation. This is not about Abbott. This is not about Ron DeSantis. This is about an active program of people that hate this country that have thought through and exacerbated an invasion of this country. Michael Yon's down there in Darien Gap right now. He says, what, the buses normally, there's, I don't know, 30, 40 buses, says 250. They're coming from all over the world. Why shouldn't they? Now's their chance to get in there. And you got the inspector general says they, they don't have the common decency to even make these people fill out the forms. They say, yeah, McDonald's, where are you going to be? At McDonald's in uh, Evanston, Illinois. Fine, check, move in. No DNA test, nothing. No tracking. So don't sit here and rush around. I got the Israel situation has to be thought through because what Lindsey Graham's talking about and Nikki Haley's talking about, Ron DeSantis talking about, these people are talking about, this is another, this is a 10 or 20 year, this is not some small in and out. This is all we're just going to take out of oil refinery. It's going to be fine. Get Jeremy Bash up. I want to play that. The chief of staff, the former chief of staff of the Central Intelligence Agency. And look, I don't agree with Bash on the, on the geopolitics of anything. But he's a smart guy. More importantly, he speaks the conventional wisdom of what they're talking about before he goes on these shows. He laid out on Saturday afternoon what would be a 10 or 20 year war. A 10 or 20 year war that we're not guaranteed to win. Vietnam, Iraq and Afghanistan. What have we not learned? Here's what we haven't learned. How to let you have power. How to let you have power. I am going to go to the border in a second. In fact, let me go to Burke. I'm going to continue this rant because the Murdochs, the Murdochs are in here. The Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Journal today in the editorial section mentions you, mentions this audience specifically. And it's let me give you um, let me just give you a heads up. It's not in a complimentary way. It's not complimentary. They don't quite like your attitude about things. You need to change your attitude. Just like the ADL guy who does nothing but call, but call, uh, call you uh, domestic terrorist. ADL all the time. Domestic terrorist, domestic terrorist, domestic terrorist. You, this audience. Not saying that today. His posse over at uh, MSNBC, not, not, not really having his back. Harvard, no, nah, not having his back. Was it Tlaib's got a Palestinian flag right there in her office over at the Capitol, not having his back. Not a good day for him. All of a sudden... All of a sudden, maybe MAGA's going for that crowd, maybe from, I don't know, maybe domestic terrorists to the only people that have your frickin' back and send our sons and daughters in harm's way to pull it out of the fire. What's, what, tell me about Ashley Babbitt. Tell me about Airman, senior airman Ashley Babbitt. In Iraq and Afghanistan. Is the embassy in is the embassy in Iraq or Afghanistan? Are they at her grave today to put flowers? 
Are all the people in Iraq making all the all the oil companies? Are they do they remember Ash, senior airman Ashley Babbitt, Iraq and Afghan vet? Do they remember her? They may pay her common courtesy, gunned down in cold blood in the nation's capital. And she's smeared and mocked and ridiculed. Think about Ashley Babbitt. Think about Section 60 over at the uh, let them have a vote. Hey, um, Millie, if you don't know if it's worth it or not, if you and you can't you go on national TV, 60 Minutes, the biggest news magazine in American history. You go on there and you're not prepared. You don't even have the decency to have thought that question through. What do you think the parents are supposed to feel? If you've got an Afghan or Iraq vet in a VA hospital with a couple of limbs missing, or we've had to have one of these concerts and, and, and MAGA's had to put in more money to buy houses so they can live decent lives. Don't, Millie, wouldn't you have the common decency to think through that answer before you just flippantly? You're the same guy, oh, you're so worried about white rage and white this and white that and white supremacy. I had to read up on it in Congress. Hey, why don't you read up on the history of these conflicts and the patriots who gave the last full measure? I tell you what we're going to do here, Republicans. We're going to have Section 60 is going to have a vote. They're going to have a vote. What would the honored dead tell us? You know what they would tell us? Think this thing through. Make sure you really understand what you're sending me to do. You heard, you heard McCarthy talk about that? You heard anybody say that? Don't we own that? Because if you don't now, and you do what these people up there, this is Bolton. Remember, Bolton's going to send the, send the, send the missiles, cruise missiles into, into, uh, into, he's going to send cruise missiles into Iran until Trump called it off at the very last second about proportionality. I was the only voice that had President Trump's back on, on, the, on the cruise missiles into Syria. I said, do we really understand what's going on here? Are we just going to play this game that they always want to play? To just, you know, play the same game they want to play? Because all they want to do is get up there in Syria. They want to get next to the Russians and they want to, they want to, they want to start a shooting war. That's what they want to do. This is before Ukraine. They want to start a shooting war with the Russians. This is what they want to do. And we now know the intelligence was very soft, and they sat there, and they'll look you in the eye, and they will lie. They will look you in the eye, and they will lie. So that's why before we start making long-term commitments about whether we're going to bomb Iran, yes, the mullahs are bad operators, and they've been bad operators for a long time. And the Chinese Communist Party is their financiers. That who has the long-term output deals at good prices. The CCP in Beijing underwrite them. Just like the CCP has a chemical warfare attack on the United States of America in fentanyl. It's the reverse opium war. What the British did to them with opium, they're doing to us, and they're laughing at us. And their partners, the Mexican cartels, are making more money than ever because our border is totally open. And you got Eric Adams who's looking for a $15 billion bailout for New York City. He's down in Mexico. Don't, don't even go down there. Oh, he called it a sanctuary city. He said just a couple of months ago, we still want open borders. We just want money of taxpayers to pay underwrite this. It must stop. This madness must stop. You're the only ones. This audience, MAGA, the deplorables, the hobbits, you're the only ones that can stop this. 
If we let these people continue to be in charge, we're going to be in another 20-year, 30-year ground war in the Middle East, unending forever war. Your, you, your sons and daughters are going to pay the butcher bill. Remember that. You are going to pay the butcher bill, not them and not the editorial page, not the Murdochs, not the foreigners that own Fox News, not the foreigners own the New York Post, not the foreigners own the Wall Street Journal, right? Their sons and daughters aren't going to be there. Yours are. The border next. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Headline of the Wall Street Journal, Israelis caught by surprise, prepared for the wrong war. Right there. We're going to get that, get Sam Fattis up. We're going to talk about this. Want to make sure the United States of America is not caught by surprise. <clears throat> We're not planning for the wrong war. Because the war is here. We've talked a long time about the World War III, the beginning stages of World War III. It's here, baby. Ben Burkwam. We're going to take, we got Sam Fattis, who's the best. And Sam's going to help us walk through this so that we have total clarity. Understand objectives. Understand process. You know, McCarthy, here's the thing they're doing. Here's what they're pitching. Here's the pitch. The hostages, the hostages, the hostages. They're going to be all over this. What they want to do is insert American combat personnel. Yep. Yep. Let's not be naive. Hey, if that's what you want to do, fine. Let's just have a discussion about it. We don't need a quick march. Over there right now on Capitol Hill, all the thing they're doing is how to go behind closed doors, how to hurry this up because, oh, Kevin McCarthy's got to come back as speaker because he's the new Churchill. Zelensky, that played out. 
So now we need a new one. It's going to be Kevin, Kevin McCarthy's our new Churchill. Kevin McCarthy is Churchill. I want you to think about that. The hot dog salesman from Bakersfield, he's our new Churchill. Got an actor, got a kinky, perverted actor from uh, uh, who speaks Russian was our last Churchill, and now we've got uh, a hot dog salesman from Bakersfield. Let's go to the border. Ben Burkwam. The sole objective of the Republican Congress right now should be the securing of the border of the United States of America and not happy talk, not passing H.R. number 55, H.R. number 100, securing the border, cutting off money, impeaching who you have to impeach, secure it. Ben, uh, is our border still open and are invaders still rushing in, sir? Yeah, you know, Steve, I uh, some people might... Feel like it's hyperbole when I say this, but it's not. And it's, I wish it were. I wish I didn't have to say this. Every time I come to the border, it's worse. Every single time. And you can see it behind me after this water truck goes by. This is a group. I'm down here. I'm back here in Lukeville, Arizona. There's 200 people that just came across, turned themselves in. There is a line that stretches for miles. That is simply walking down. They, 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 they pay the cartels. They come across. I can't take the camera down there because we have no signal down there, but we have video of it. I drove it. It's 10 miles long of just group after group after group coming from Africa, coming from the Middle East, coming from India. Now we have reports that there are large numbers coming from Syria, coming from Central America, coming from everywhere, and there is nobody stopping them. Nobody's stopping them. We're, it's, we're inviting them in, Steve. You can see the bus over here. We got water. We got snacks. We got everything they need. We give them a valet tag for their bags so that we make sure that they get their property back when we hand them over to the NGOs. We are catering the invasion of our country right now. That's what's happening. And while this is happening, literally five minutes ago, I had uh, my guy, Taiho Decker, who's down here with me. He was driving down a little side road. We saw Border Patrol take off down a side road. And they caught an illegal in full camouflage. They buy their gear in Sonoida, right across the, the, the border from here. They buy all their camel gear. We've been over there and shown you that. And, and these guys that you see behind me are the distraction for the really bad guys, like this guy who's in cuffs right now. Thank God Border Patrol caught him. But there's a thousand more that are running in the border because all of our Border Patrol resources are being used on processing fake asylum seekers that are being trained and coached by NGOs in America to under mind America from within it's the, the Hamas attack the, hang on the Hamas attack was a couple of thousand a couple of thousand uh, paramilitary forces <laughs> I want you to understand the scale of it in September we have millions Steve we have millions we have millions millions but just, just put it in perspective two two in one month in September this is after all this time yeah. in the midterm election this is the Republicans this is the Republicans being in charge for nine months this is McCarthy. Can we put did, up McCarthy's war plan? McCarthy Can we put up did Churchill? nothing. I'm going to start calling him Kevin Churchill. We can put up Kevin Churchill's. Since Zelensky, since Zelensky that part, Trona, he didn't get renewed for a third season. Okay, he got renewed. He got canceled. He got canceled halfway through the second season. We got Kevin Churchill now from Bakersfield, California, formerly hot dog stand operator. Uh, is now got a plan of plan. He needs to come back and be Speaker of the House immediately because he has a plan. Number four priority <laughs> is, oh, yeah, the happy talk they're going to give you the border. Oh, we're going to secure. We need to secure. Marco Rubio, they all throw that out first. We're going to secure the border before they get you in a 30-year uh, ground war. 
It's Hamas was just a couple of thousand. Now it was coordinated, and these are t- these are tough hombres, very tough hombres, and well trained. We have the equivalent of twenty six combat divisions in September alone of nineteen of of uh, twenty twenty three. We have six to eight million. Trump says ten million. It could be who knows because they don't track them. You don't know in the gotaways. But just in one month, twenty six combat divisions. We only had 150,000 troops total hit the beach on 6 June 1944, D-Day, in Normandy. We had a time and a half again, as many in one month. And you don't think there's some bad hombres in that crowd? You don't think there's some uh, people that may not have the best interests of the United States of America? You don't think there's not some people in that crowd that are the same type of people? that raped and murdered those girls at that uh, kibbutz in southern, uh, you know, at the rave? You don't think there's some there? Uh, well, then you haven't, you haven't been down to Lukeville, Arizona. You haven't been there. Ben, is there any, and not, 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 all, not all the people, and about, they're being invited up here. If you, this audience, right. if I was there and I was living down in some of these hell holes, I'd That's be right. the first bus up. Hell, if they're going to invite me up and give That's me a right. phone and give me some money, why not? It's better than the deal I got here. Why not? Yeah, that's what they're doing. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. That's, that doesn't comport to our asylum laws. We have laws specifically says that can't be the reason, but they'll break those laws. Ben, are there bad hombres coming up here through the? Uh, through, are there the same type of people that would do? Would would uh, some of those that would rape? We know this because you got the rapes and the murders going on right now. You go, what? Do you, the angel moms just got created out of nothing. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, no, they're they're using them, and you can see what this is. I, this actually is a great illustration for what happens down here, and you can see right behind me. Uh, right now, mostly what you see are so-called family units. The problem is we're not doing the DNA testing. We don't know if the children that are with these adults are actually belong to the adults. Many of them are being trafficked. But what they do, the cartel will send these groups across first because they know that they have, as we were talking about yesterday, prioritization. They prioritize the so-called family units. So while this is happening, and we've got all of these children. Children here, Border Patrol puts all of their resources in this place right here so that the really, really bad guys that we caught, that I was out in Santa Teresa last week, and I'm watching these guys climb over the wall, and they're in full black attire so that they can sneak through at night with, with drug uh, back, uh, yeah. packs on their backpack and terrorists coming across. That All of this is a distraction so that more of those guys can come through. That's so, what's happening. Every single Rio day, Grand, we invite Rio, not just cartel members, South, not just gang members, but terrorists yeah. to come through. Well, no, no, we're going to, Ben's been written the book about it. We're going to get Sam Faddis from the CIA on here to talk about it right now. Southern Arizona is going to be the new Gaza Strip. This is what we're done. That's it. That's, of it's, course, that's it's coming it's, to a town All near of you. America. The problem is we're, we're importing it to everywhere. That's it, Steve. It's not staying here. Well, we're is, not keeping it in Gaza. Yeah. We're inviting it in. This but would this be is, like Jerusalem inviting Hamas is, into the city. Yeah. This is now organized. Uh, Sam Faddis. Um, it is. Sam, I want to hit this. Walk me through this great article you wrote, because it's gone now just from bad hombres now to something more organized and disturbing. Walk me through your assessment, sir. Well, I think you and Ben were just hitting on this, right? It, uh, it, we're looking at what's happening in Israel. It's horrific. Your immediate question as an American ought to be, how long until Gaza happens here? And the answer is, uh, only by the grace of God did it not already happen. Millions of people, obviously, as you pointed out, we're not saying all of these people are terrorists, 
But when you give up control of your border, and people need to understand that there is no border control and there are no meaningful checks, so the whole world can walk in, and that includes the Middle East and Sub-Saharan Africa, which are the hotbeds of Islamic terrorism, right? That's where ISIS and Al-Qaeda and everybody else is active. Okay, you have created the opportunity to send in not just a handful of guys, but as many guys as you want. There is no check. The number of people they actually run background checks on and reject, if you look at the numbers, and this of course is only counting the people that they apprehend, so the gotaways are not in this. But even so, it's a tiny fraction of 1%. It's statistically irrelevant. They don't turn around anybody. So as Ben says, everybody's coming, everybody can get in, and you are pumping in people, we're actually paying for this, from known terrorist hotbeds. Now, it is inconceivable to me, given our adversaries who have not gone away, that they are not taking advantage of that. And there's nobody doing anything about it. So if you turn around tomorrow and you have suicide attacks and what they call Fedayeen attacks in a dozen major American cities, nobody in good conscience is going to be able to say, well, I didn't see that coming because we are doing literally nothing to stop it. In fact, as Ben says, and people like Michael Yan say all the time, we are actually facilitating this. We are paying to pump these people into our country. And uh, IG tells us that no way that they're, that they're being tracked. Do I have time for, how long is Jeremy Bash? Is that like three minutes? Can I play that? It's four, okay, I wanna wait to the, I tell you what, go ahead and start playing it and then we'll find it. Uh, Sam, I'm gonna play this here. And I'm going to ask for your thoughts after you come back from break. Let's go ahead and play it. But are you reading anything between the lines in Secretary Blinken's response there? Well, he acknowledged that we were all caught off guard. I think by definition, this is an intelligence failure, but it's actually more than that. It's also a border security failure. And I think the question, Alex, at this hour is where will Israel go next? I mean, certainly they will battle Palestinian terrorists that have infiltrated the country. They'll stage hospital rescue, rescue operations. And then we can expect a comprehensive, thorough degradation and destruction of Hamas's war-making capabilities inside Gaza. I think the question is, will the violence spread to the West Bank? Uh, and more fundamentally, will Israel launch military attacks? And by the way, I think they would be absolutely justified in doing so against other Iranian proxies around the region, because after all, Hamas's main patron is Iran, which does not want to see greater integration, greater peace between Israel and the Arab states. So on that front, Hezbollah, given the uh, military might of Hezbollah, how delicately does Israel have to approach something like that if they choose to engage them, engage them forcefully? Zero delicateness, if you will. I think they're going to deal with Hezbollah with a very tough uh, iron fist. Um, Hezbollah is a terrorist military that has about 200,000 medium and long range ballistic missiles aimed directly at Israel. Israel is a pretty small country, you know, nine million people about the size of Rhode Island, one main populated center around Tel Aviv. Israeli officials refer to the country as a country of just a 100 targets. If a terrorist military with ballistic missiles can fire a 100 targets strategically at the center part point of Israel, 
Uh, it's going to be a very difficult uh, day for Israelis. And they know that the Israeli civil defense authorities have the civilian population well trained to scurry into bomb shelters. The United States has helped field the Iron Dome anti-rocket artillery and mortar batteries to support Israel's defense. So Israel may have to go on the offensive across the northern border, Mm -hmm. not only Mm -hmm. into Lebanon, but also into Syria to take out Hezbollah and other Iranian proxy positions. And I wouldn't be surprised, Alex, if Israel also undertook operations as far as the Persian Gulf to take out Iranian naval assets and even their air assets, because if Iran is behind this attack, then Israel, as I said, would be completely justified in launching such operations. We in the United States would do precisely that. Got got to tell you, Jeremy, what you are laying out as possible, it is an all-out Middle East war. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, Right now, let's go to the video. There's a live... uh, there's cameras right now, I guess the port right there at uh, Gaza, the Gaza Strip, being, looks like, shelled uh, rocket attacks by Israeli military as that continues on. Sam Faddis, and if we can just split screen that one, okay. Uh, Sam Faddis, um, how many years with the CIA did you spend, sir? 20 years undercover with the CIA, another decade with other parts of the IC after that. And you wrote a book, uh, still one of the most profound books, about the decline of the Central Intelligence Agency. Is that correct, sir? Yes, sir. And that book came out when? 2011, something like that. So this problem with Central Intelligence, our entire intelligence apparatus, has been a problem we've had for a while? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it it gets worse all the time, but this rot has been ongoing, yes. Given the um, results of um, Netanyahu's government, and if you believe the Times of Israel, story about Egyptian intelligence, um, what Jeremy Bash just laid out would be a war 
That would last how many decades, sir? God, I mean, God knows, Steve. I mean, what, what are we talking? We're just talking. We, what I heard him talk about was setting the entire Middle East on fire. So, uh, twenty years, thirty years, forever. I mean, look, I'm no friend of Hamas, Hezbollah, the Iranians. I spent a lot of time on the street, face to face, fighting these guys, and uh, got a number of friends who lost their lives in that fight, but. I got to tell you, I, I am heartily sick of people announcing that we are going to start wars with no clear objectives, no clear ending. And as you noted very effectively when you were talking earlier, it doesn't seem that any of these people are, are ever the ones volunteering to go in harm's way. They just want somebody else's kid to get blown up and shot. Sam. Um, I, I want to talk about uh, in the region, you've been there and spent a lot of your career there. You have the Mossad, you have IDF, military intelligence, you have CIA, you have DIA, you have NSA that can look at anything, anything you got, Saudi, UAE, and Egyptian intelligence, all which works. Is, there, is it zero probability that somehow people didn't know that the, the logistics, the training, the planning on a multi-point, large geographic area, air, sea, and land attack was going to occur, sir? It's straight up incomprehensible to me, Steve. Look, the, the Gaza Strip is what, uh, five miles wide, 25 miles long? And uh, it's uh, obviously shares a border with Israel. Shin Bet, which is the Israeli internal service, has the charter for the occupied territories for, for what used to be called the occupied territories, West Bank and Gaza. Shin Bet has that place wired to you can't sneeze in the Gaza Strip without them knowing it. They, they blow up a car filled with terrorists. They know the names of everybody in that car. They've, they know the names of their family members. I mean. So you're talking about a massive invasion. This was not a handful of small terrorist attacks. Massive invasion mounted under the Israelis' noses. A few the prep was done a few miles away. Thousands and thousands of rockets prepared. All the supplies brought in to support this. Yada yada. On and on and on. And you're going to tell me that not only did we not hear anything, NSA didn't intercept anything, the Egyptians didn't know anything. And somehow the Israelis didn't know anything. Now, if that's true, there's, it's mind-boggling and a whole bunch of people need to lose their jobs. But obviously, my first thought is that cannot possibly be true. That can't be true, that this really was a surprise. Some, I mean, there had to be information telling them that things are coming. Uh, given your expertise in this line of country, how dangerous is the situation, in your professional opinion, is the situation in the United States of what we've allowed in here, sir? You know, every red light ought to be flashing everywhere in the IC. We do not have a border anymore. We don't conduct any meaningful screening. The screening is pointless. What database are you checking the guys from sub-Saharan Africa against to see if they're members of al-Qaeda? That's nonsensical. So you're not screening them, you're not stopping them, and you've dismantled every defense we erected after 9-11. So you are waiting for attacks. And let's keep in mind, 
you know, I wrote something the other day talking about we're waiting to see Gaza here, but groups like Al Qaeda, 9-11 was never intended to be the final attack, nor was it ever intended to be the worst attack. So they never abandoned, for instance, working on weapons of mass destruction, chemical, biological, and nuclear. At the time we went into Afghanistan, Al-Qaeda was talking to Pakistani nuclear scientists about building them a bomb. So you're not just talking about Gaza or 9-11, you're really talking about leaving us wide open for something infinitely worse. It's death on a scale we have never experienced. And we're just, we just, we are literally as a country, I mean, this is even for me hard to get my head around sometimes, but we're not actually doing anything to protect ourselves. We're just waiting for it to happen. Sam Faddis, uh, how did we get to And Magazine? How do we get to all your uh, great content? And Magazine is at Substack. So A-N-D Magazine, andmagazine.substack.com. That'll take you everywhere. We are on the net. Sam, fantastic. Thank you for taking time today to join us. Thank you. Sam is a uh, the ultimate professional. And you talk to professionals now. This is an organized effort to invade the United States of America. Who represents your interest up here in Capitol Hill? All night long on Fox, you hear the, the toxins, the sound of the war toxins, to drag us into another Middle East war that will take decades. Decades. And remember, let's talk about our combat history here. With all the valor and all the courage and all the blood and all the agony and all the sacrifice, Afghanistan, Iraq, and Vietnam, I would not put them in the wind column. Embrace that. Let the honored dead have a vote here. Let the honored dead have a vote. Next in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.